Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report, end of week report, more like end of day's report today as we had a nasty old day once again in the market. Just before we get to that, of course, this is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this report. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors and not pretty doors and not pretty scores today by any stretch of the imagination. We closed the day down 96.3 points, 1.34%. Once again, it just accelerated throughout the day, closing quite coincidentally at 7,099.2, 7,100 pretty much. We opened at 7,192.5. We had a high of 7,195.7 and that small loss in the SPY turned into that 96 point loss today, a low of 7,087.9. So at least we were off the lows, but closing down 1.3% today have to say, when you look across the sectors and you look across the damage and the red ink, the banks took the brunt of it today. The big bank basket dropping from $167.86, dropping to $167.86. Only a few days ago, that was around $173, bucks, down another 1.6%. CBA down 1.6%. ANZ down 1 point, uh, sorry, 2.1%. Westpac 1.4% and NABS 1.4%. Macquarie down 1.7%. And insurers also doing badly today. QBE down 1.3%. Money managers also, as you would expect, in the spotlight with uh, Magellan falling 2.2%. Perpetual down 1% today. And GQG down 2.2%. So nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, as Martha would say, in the financial services sector. REITs also under pressure. GMG down 2.6%. That's Goodman Group. Stockland down 2.2%. Vicinity down 3%. Centre Group down 3.9%. Clearly some of those revaluations on properties now starting to have a little bit of an effect. Looking at industrials though, it wasn't quite such a bleak place to be as the banks and the REITs. We had Woolies and Coles both in positive territory. Not by a lot, but we'll take anything. CSL was unchanged. ResMed was up 0.6 of a percent. Telstra only fell half a percent. West Farmers down 0.7 of a percent. So it wasn't too bad in that sector. We even saw a little bit of a green patch in the utility space and even the tech space wasn't too bad. WiseTech only down 0.13 of a percent. Zero down 1.8 percent. So it was really the bank's REITs that took the market down today, I have to say. The Alltech index was only down 1.1% uh, today, which probably was partly from CPU, which fell 1.3% today, and Square, the artist formerly known as Block, was down 1.8%. So a little bit of a drift off, but nowhere near the losses that we have seen in the banking sector today. Looking at the resource sector again, outperformed, not that that's much consolation because they were still down, but they did outperform today. BHP down 1.2, Rio down 1.1, South 32 not doing too well, down 2.1%. Uh, lithium also 
little bit higgledy-piggledy. Gascoigne region in WA is turning into the next hot zone for lithium stocks at the moment. Some big, big gains in anything in the Gascoigne lithium area at the moment. Mineral resources, though, down 1.6%. Pilbara down 1.2%. Alchem down 27 But as I say, those Gascoigne stocks doing very well. Delta Lithium, which we wrote up this morning and we had in our new battery pack yesterday, was up 30% today. They announced some stunning drill results uh, from their latest drilling. As I say, Gascoigne region is the one to be in at the moment. A couple of weeks ago, it was all about Quebec. Now it's all about the Gascoigne. As far as other resources go, gold stocks under some pressure. Bullion prices obviously lower. And we did see Northern Star down 2.5%, Newcrest down 07 Energy stocks, though, got smacked in the oil and gas space. Woodside down 4.6%. Santos down 4.3% on the back of those falls in the crude price. And those falls continued into Asia as well. So there was no bounce in Asian time zones for the gold price, uh, for the oil price rather. In corporate news today, we did see Cochlear falling 3.5%. They're having some issues with their takeover bid in the UK, so not such good news for them. In terms of economic activity, nothing really on the official scorecard today. That is a number of analysts coming out and talking their books. There's an economist calling for inflation data for May to fall to 6% year on year. We have that data coming out on Wednesday. And the AMP Shane Oliver, one of the best economists in the place, has warned Australia faced a potential recession risk in the next 12 months as the economy shrinks. The Aussie dollar had its worst week since March, whereas Bitcoin had its best week since March, fueled by talk of crypto ETFs. In the winners for Grinners today, let's go through them. And there were some good winners for our members, that's for sure. Latin Resources had a staggeringly good day today, up 16.7% on 40 million shares. LRS, one of our favourites and the biggest holding in the small cap portfolio. So some good news there. We have been pushing Latin on television and in the newsletter for some weeks, months, and dare I say it, even years. Satire was up 6.3%. Amazing. 2 million shares traded. CTT, uh, a retailer and a tech stock up. I'm not sure what's going on there, but certainly the market is warming to that story, although I'm not sure that it will last. ADT, Adriatic Metals, up 4.8%. Bit of a bounce. They had a Varis project update from their uh, polymetallic project in Bosnia uh, Herzegovina and we saw Endeavour Group they had a bit of an update today talking about takeovers and acquisitions in the wine space they were up 2% as well today but we did see Leo Lithium one of the winners 2.7% higher LLL another one of the L's in the lithium space 11 million shares traded today Resolute RSG a gold stock that went up extraordinary 2.6% higher on 13 million shares and Tyro Payments 3 million shares traded, 2.6% higher as well in the naughty corner though today. And there were some naughty boys and girls. Uh, SDR, Sightminder, uh, fell 7.1%. Silex, down 7%. SLX, Telex, was down 5.8% on a million shares. Uh, Gold Road, broker 
reports there, broker downgrades following their update to the market, they were 5.3% lower. And Ingenia were down 4.8% today. INA, the stock code there. And Maida Group rounding out the naughty corner. They were down 4.7 group, uh, 4.7% rather. And we have seen Woodside 4.6% easier. In terms of the headlines, we do have positive sectors today. I have to say the utilities were probably the only positive sectors today. Everything else was negative. Banks especially negative. The ASX 200 down 2.6% for the week. So much for the rally. The Alltech Index down uh, today, uh, not doing well. That was down 1.1%. Gold steady in Aussie dollar terms, 28.56. Bitcoin just above 30,000, 30,005. Uh, the Aussie dollar slipping to under 67 cents. So not only Aussie shares being sold, but the Aussie dollar being sold off as well. 10-year yields, though, steady at around 3.97%. In Asian markets, we've got Japan down at 1.5%. We've got China down 1.5%, and Hong Kong off 2%. Dow futures, currently, the last I looked at them, we had Dow futures rallying off their lows. They were down around 128 points. NASDAQ futures were down around 76 points. But the uh, latest numbers just coming up. 122 points for Dow Futures. And we have NASDAQ Futures, the latest number there, just coming up on the screen. Just flipping over, playing for time. Uh, we have them 71 points down. European stocks, though, set to slide around uh, 03 to 0.5% down across the board. Major movers and shakers today. Well, we've talked Latin. We've talked satire. Uh, MI6, a bit of a secret one, that one. Uh, but they had a good day today. Mineral 260 is the uh, official name of the company. 21.6% uh, higher today. They did have an Aston Lithium Project update. 4DX as well, having a 10% lift today for no apparent reason. A million shares traded. Obviously got very oversold. All that tax loss selling, a few buyers appearing there. We also had Bubs doing better today. They were up six point, uh, sorry, eight point three percent. A little bit of interest creeping back into them. One View Healthcare down three point three percent after a business update. We had three sixty Life three sixty down four point one percent. Bit of that tax sell off. Mesoblast some profit taking there down four point one percent. Cu six, not Cu Jimmy. Uh, but Clarity Pharmaceutical was not quite as clear as they should have been. Their combat trial begins in the US. That was announced a few days ago. They were down 7.3% today. Speculative stock of the day. Well, the winner for Grinners uh, today, very much Delta Lithium, uh, doing extraordinarily well today, up 30-odd percent. Uh, DLI is the stock code there, 30.1%. Stunning results at their other project in Yinathara, in the Gascoigne Lithium province in WA, fast becoming the place to be. It included 33 metres at 1.9% lithium hydroxide uh, from 218 metres. In other corporate news today, Sezzle reported an 18% increase in income to $11.6 million in May, but also recorded a net loss of $1 million 
during the same period. APA Group announced the final distribution of 29 cents for the six month ending June, bringing the total distributions for the year to 55 cents. The CEO of Endeavour Group, Steve Donahue, revealed that two years after the company split from Woolies, it is looking at further acquisitions in the wine sector. Nickel Industries announced the commencement of commissioning for its 70% owned Oracle Nickel project in Indonesia. EBR Systems intends to ra- has raised 35 million bucks uh, at uh, 91 cents, which was a 7.1% discount. And Qantas has been issued a draft determination reauthorizing the alliance between Qantas and Emirates for a further five years. In economic news today, nothing exceptional there. Asian markets today, we saw Japan's annual inflation rate unexpectedly decreased to 3.2% in May, which missed market forecasts. Slower growth in furniture pieces and declining fuel and water charges. Core inflation also dropped to 3.2%. We had today as well the Japanese services PMI, which unexpectedly declined to 54.2%. And we have Singapore's core inflation rate cooled as well in May to the lowest in 11 months. Transport and food prices falling a little bit helped them. In Europe... Today, uh, we do have some uh, troubling news coming out of Siemens Energy uh, with their uh, wind turbine business. President Biden said there aren't any real consequences to his remarks calling his Chinese counterpart a dictator. We also saw Vienna, ah, Vienna, has been named as the world's most livable city. Melbourne comes in at number three, Sydney at number four, and Janet Yellen sees a diminishing risk for the US to fall into recession and suggested that a slowdown in consumer spending may be the price to pay for finishing the campaign to contain inflation. Well, that's it from me today. Not a very nice way to finish the week. Not a very nice end to the week for the last two or three days, to be honest. But uh, certainly the bloodbath today and yesterday has uh, shaken a few out of the trees. We'll be back again, of course, on Monday with the uh, pre-market podcast. Until then, enjoy your weekend and enjoy the newsletter tomorrow.